Welcome to 1057FMTheFan.com. I'm Bart Winkler. Uh, we tried this a while ago where Chuck Freeman and I did a wrestling podcast. And for 30 minutes, we tried to come up with a name. And, uh, well, we haven't done one since. Mainly because Chuck just kind of stopped watching wrestling. But we've got wrestling aficionados in the building. Bill Baby Tau Schmid with us. What a crying shame he stopped watching wrestling. He got all into it in WrestleMania season. Oh, yeah. The, well, that's the easy time. You go to the Rumble, and then you get to know who's headline in WrestleMania. It's been Randy Orton. You knew yeah. that was going to be a good one. All right. And then we get screwed with a main event. We'll talk about that later. And we're promoting from our version of NXT, Cody Grant making his debut. Cody! Speaking of Chuck, horrible time to get out of wrestling. As bad as the direction's going, you have all these indie guys coming to it. Uh-huh. Shinsuke, obviously AJ Styles last year, Kevin Owens making some big names in WWE. So, bad time to get out of wrestling. I just want to say about Chuck. <laughs> yeah, if you want to say anything <laughs> bad about Chuck, uh, he won't listen to this. I know he probably will, that idiot. Uh, hi, Chuck. Uh, you're a good friend. Uh, Cody Grant, new producer at Chuck and Winkler, so we'll hear a lot more from him going forward. Going to talk about the pay-per-view that happened Last night, which was called what? Extreme oh, Rules. Oh, yeah, it was Extreme <laughs> one of the year. Re- really, really quick, though, I want to mention one thing about that name that makes no sense. The Intercontinental Championship match was a no-disqualification match for Dean Ambrose. That was a stipulation. If he gets disqualified, he loses the title. But that's on isn't Extreme that a, Rules. Isn't that such a shame? And especially the, the way that they booked it, I understand why. We'll, we'll run through it really quick. So Yeah, let's start with that one. That's so, a good one. Well, it started it, the it show. did lead off the show. So you get... Maurice to come out with The Miz. Great idea. I think that was one of the best things they did last year and the night after WrestleMania. Brought her back. And The Miz, let's call a spade a spade. He's probably the best true heel on on the show. No arguments here. Do we agree with that? So when you give him an opportunity to work with someone who fits into his his character right away, you already know that he's he's the A-list or whatever you want to say. Hollywood celebrity. He's got a hot, young, blonde girl with him who... Smoke show, probably the best in the locker room. And oh, you continue uh, I'm to... big into Emma. I'm an Alexa Bliss fan over here. Okay, I'll understand. Although that. Maurice but... was my OG, <laughs> but Maurice doesn't wrestle anymore. Yeah, you're right. She was throwback. She was yeah, yeah, she was the... yeah. And she stood out in the days of Stacey Keebler and the, the good ones. Yeah. So when... when I'm so into Emma, though. I mean, I can't even. <laughs> you follow her on Instagram? Yeah. You better. So, so when we look at the Miz and Maurice and. He had such a great run with the IC title last year. And him and Ambrose, their in-ring chemistry is so good. And you're able to watch how he maintained... Last night, he had a mean streak to him that we really haven't been able to see. And when he keeps his pacing up, his work is very, very good. And especially with Ambrose, the loose cannon. And it really builds Ambrose as that face character, which he is. And he's always tried to be. And people kind of throw back and forth with whatever whatever he looks at. And the the stipulation, Cody, you just brought it up, to have a, a disqualification for Dean Ambrose loses him the title. It was awesome having her out there because it just built into the story perfectly. Well, they did a great job of, you mentioned Ambrose and The Miz, their chemistry in the ring. They tell a story perfectly, even mm-hmm. during the promos leading up to it. You remember when Dean Ambrose was on Stone Cold Podcast and he kind of took some slack to saying, I don't really care. It's when he was WWE champion. Yeah. The Miz referenced that a couple of weeks ago saying, you don't care. Look how you dress. You can't be a movie star like me. And they tell that story within the ring as well. And the commentary by Corey Graves is great. 
Remember yeah, when he absolutely. he kind of hit Dean Ambrose in the face? He's mentioning all he's doing here is making sure Dean Ambrose can't be a big movie star like him. <laughs> I mean, it's those two. They they do make magic in the ring. And when when you're able to, Bart, you know, you and I want to have a, a no disqualification match sooner rather than later. And I'll referee that. You'll referee that. Cool. But the Miz okay. <laughs> is able. The way that he was able to incorporate to her and incorporate the referee and continue to incorporate the stipulation. Like you said, it just told a great story. But why didn't he, why didn't he have Maurice hit him right away? Uh, because wrestling. Because it's wrestling. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. And, right. They, and they had time to fill. That was don't, don't be that guy. Partially, I, I would argue that was the best match of the night. Why is Ambrose on a uh, show with Reigns and Rollins, and they haven't teamed up again yet? Do you want to see that happen, though? I mean, oh yeah. yeah. All I want is the Shield to return. I really wanted Ambrose to come out during that. Extreme Rules match, yeah. and I wanted to see somebody get powerbombed through the table. Yeah. Maybe Wyatt, a throwback to the old feud with the yeah. Wyatt family and the Shield. That would have been awesome. But we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. They've continued to to throw this idea that Ambrose is a little bit higher than a mid card sell, but they won't push him higher than because when he became WWE champion, and then they split the brands. Sadly, I think that might be the high point of where they'll allow him to get just because of what JBL's talked about and he's not who you want being the face of the company. But when you look at how they did it yesterday, they're able to continue to book maybe the next couple of months. This might be a lead into SummerSlam if they allow this feud to go through. But it also... Summerfest, as Jeremy Piven once called it. Go ahead. If they allow this thing to go through... Uh, I think they'll tell a great story through through the summer, which is obviously one of the better periods of wrestling. So we're but getting more Dean and Miz? I, I would imagine so. I think they, they had a great feud on SmackDown. And, but they're and, just doing it again on Raw. Yeah, because the Raw ratings are crap. What other stories are they going to tell on Raw? Are, do I have to watch Roman Reigns? I'm the big dog. Stand in the middle Yo, of the ring and stretch? <laughs> what a joke. He did beat Undertaker. Don't even bring that up. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, dude. Billy called me that night. You were crying. I did not. I was not crying. I was very upset. Sobbing? I was very upset. No, he's like, he's like, you know, he had the bottom lip going. Well, I, Are also, you watching this? I also had knocked down a half barrel with like two other friends, <laughs> But so. really quick, to Bill's point, though, <laughs> the, the IC title has been irrelevant the last five years. I think The Miz and Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. are two guys that can bring it back to relevancy, and they do it by telling great stories, by having great in-ring chemistry, and by being two characters that, that people do enjoy watching. We had the let's go Ambrose, let's go Miz chance even last night. And that's something that you have not seen in that IC title for a while isn't the whole internet uh intercontinental title the last eight years the storyline been i'm bringing it back to relevancy uh, jericho has done it didn't ryback start that kind of uh, the, uh jericho was doing it <laughs> when jericho and well, Jer- Jer- jericho it. has done everything before anybody oh yeah and he's he's, a, he's also the he's longest reigning ic champion in history that's what the miz is trying to chase it now, now he's at seven and jericho's a nine-time champion mm-hmm. that's a record as well yeah are any of these other, before we get to the Extreme Rules match at the end, I mean, the Cruiserweights. If, I, I, I want to I touch on really quick the pole match. Nice. Oh, with Sa- no, with Alexa Bliss? Alexa and, and, Bailey. Alexa and Bailey. And I just want to say that's one of the worst women's matches I've seen. You know, in, man. Yeah. I mean, what are they doing with Bailey? We were talking about it yesterday. 
how Bailey really has no opportunities to succeed the way she should be succeeding. Her character, they were embarrassing her every week with what they're making her do. Like, mm-hmm. remember the Alexa Bliss, Bailey, This Is Your Life segment? Yeah, what was One that? One of the worst segments in Raw now, history. Now, I guess I understand how the booking does kind of fit into that, Cody, when you look at they wanted to make it that Bailey is is kind of too good to 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 use outside interference, to use the the kendo stick. And But her whole thing with Charlotte was her being she won the title right through nefarious means. Sasha. 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 She yeah, interfered yeah. at fast But she didn't yeah. call she didn't call on Sasha is how they're gonna But then sell they were like, story. Oh, she's gonna give the title back and then she didn't. And I didn't watch NXT, so mm-hmm. I guess Bailey was like deserving beloved, of all this praise beloved in and then she comes to my eyes for the first time and i i i don't like this person she's stupid see but it's it's one of those kind of cody i guess you can kind of touch on it and bart you know you've been watching wrestling for a while you have that kind of larger than life kind of character is what they've tried to per- personify bailey as that not you know necessarily a, a superhero, but just an average person that's made it there. And she, able she's to the Daniel Bryan of the women's division. Perfect comparison. Perfect comparison. Yeah, but Daniel Bryan, I think that's a cut on Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan was one of the best. Well, no, guys if that's the what they're decade. trying to go for. I don't think they're doing a very good job of it because I love Daniel Bryan and I don't like Bailey. Well, it can also be her move set, Cody. You and I, like, same thing. We were talking about that. That. A belly-to-belly suplex, a half of one is the finisher. There has to be something different I don't like there. the whole hugging thing. Well, that's just because you don't like physical affection anyway. I try to give you a hug in the morning to wake you up, and you're oh, get off of me. Should I mention what you Snapchatted me this morning? Oh, I... But when you continue Tell to... me off, off this podcast, because I did not hear that. <laughs> I just looked at it before he went on, I swear. <laughs> I thought, hey, is that a... Wait a minute. <laughs> Is that one of his? <laughs> is oh, that it, Billy? <laughs> I screenshot. I was it. really, really excited after I watched Alexa Bliss's match a couple of different times. But when you look <sighs> at Alexa, um, they did a great job of selling her as a powerful force in that women's division by putting the ability or the the title on her, I guess, of. Only woman ever to have the SmackDown and Raw Women's Champion. Yeah, I enjoy when WWE does that, where you have as a viewer, it's something that's very obvious that they may overlook, mm-hmm. but now they sell that yeah. every single week. She's the only it. ever, and that's it is true. She is the only ever SmackDown Women's Champion well, until, and Raw until Women's Charlotte Champion. wins Money in the Bank. Of course, then. yeah. Nothing makes me happier in the WWE than when they acknowledge something that happened before, like when two guys are tag teaming and they used to be fighting each other when they just just look at each other and acknowledge it for a second it's show great. me that continuity with Sh- Sheamus and Cesaro yeah that they were able to do in the and we'll get into that in a second but we'll wrap up this women's match uh there needs to be a little more time with the uh Sheamus and Cesaro they win the the belts last night over the Hardy Boys which I think a lot of people are waiting for them to go into the delete mode of their characters i don't know what the legalities is that i don't know what the hang-up is sooner or later um and cody maybe you can you can touch on this a little bit uh this broken matt hardy character i wonder if they're going to try to move away from that a little bit um but understandably so it was it was a good job of trying to put over a tag team that you've set up and given a little bit of opportunity to but Cesaro and Sheamus Cesaro, most importantly, people have been waiting for that guy to get a push for a long time. Yeah, Cesaro's been kind of, you know, he was the first one to win that Andre the Giant Battle Royal, Mm -hmm. and that was supposed to be 
oh, this match here at WrestleMania is going to launch you into relevancy. And now we've seen Big Show, Baron Corbin, Mojo Riley, all those guys not going anywhere. But so it's nice to see Cesaro get a title on him. He was uh, the tag team with Tyson Kidd until Kidd had the unfortunate injury. He will probably never wrestle again. Right. But it's good to see Cesaro have the titles on it. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm happy the Hardys lost. And I think it'd be interesting to hear why I think that. Yeah, what, well, I I kind of understand it. It was an opportunity to, you brought them back at Mania. It was a great moment. It was it was a sell. You blew out the merchandise sales. But you have to put people over in this business, which they've always been good at doing. <laughs> Triple H. Um. Anyways, <laughs> I want to mention why I think it was a good idea. It, 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 not just putting those guys over, but when Jeff Hardy was a singles wrestler in WWE, just you know, what, seven, eight years ago, mm -hmm. he was the second highest merchandise seller to John Cena. Vince McMahon's always thinking about money. I think in a singles run for Jeff Hardy. That's true. Already? Why wait? I don't want to see the Hardys Why wait? fight again. No, I don't think they're going to fight again. <laughs> Not Hardy against each other. Hardy. No. Put Matt Hardy on SmackDown. Have Jeff on Raw. Or you have Matt be, be alongside Jeff. You know? Have Matt He's... bring back the V1 gimmick with Matt Facts. That was Please the, no. That was some of the best Matt Hardy ever. Oh, that might have been before me. <laughs> was that before me? When would that have been? No, that was probably before you. That was probably before Taker and Michaels at 25. Yeah, that was. Uh, that's when I fell in love with wrestling. Understandably so. Probably the best match of all time. Uh, as far as the the Extreme Rules match at the end. Well, I saw Finn brought a chair out. Was there anything more extreme than that? No. Uh, Roman spared two guys through the barricade. Awesome, cool, okay. thanks. I haven't seen that before. Um, yeah, right. Um, Bray tried to tra Bray tried to power bomb Reigns. I believe you could call it a power bomb through the table, uh, and it, it didn't break. So that was a snafu there. But Rollins uh, doesn't factor in the decision. You don't see him at the end of the match, but he probably had the most memorable part of the match when he flew and. Landed on onto Bray Wyatt through the table where I thought he actually actually injured himself when he hit the corner of that that table. And then of course you had Samoa Joe uh, win so tremendous. This was the WWE Universal Championship has not been seen on Raw since since the day after WrestleMania, right? With Brock Lesnar beating Goldberg, thank God. I don't like Goldberg. I don't like Lesnar, though. At <laughs> Fastlane, I flipped him off. We could do a whole podcast man. on how much I dislike Goldberg. Oh, yeah. I hate him. <laughs> hate him. He sucks. Okay, but he's just trying to do good and feed his family. I get it. Goldberg um, loses. Lesnar, then we don't see him. We see a little flirtation with Paul Heyman and Finn the other uh, week, and now you have Samoa Joe win. So we will see Brock Lesnar and I believe Great Balls of Fire is the Great name. Great Balls of Fire, uh, June or July 9th. And Brock's scheduled to make a Raw appearance before then. You would think You would maybe. assume so. So what do we like about the Samoa Joe booking or don't we? Uh, what I like about it is Samoa Joe is probably the only guy on that roster opposite Reigns that can face Lesnar one-on-one, -on -one, stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with him, and actually look like he might have an opportunity to, to fight with this guy. Joe has had tremendous success outside of WWE. His TNA days were amazing. And they just let him fester in NXT and let him build in NXT. And this kind of persona uh, that people now finally in WWE have, they, they loved it in NXT. And he was able to put Finn Balor to where he is now, I believe. Those matches that he had, 
Joe is one of those guys that can have a good match with just about anybody, and he can show off Lesnar's true wrestling ability. Because a lot of these guys want a high fly, and Rollins is a high flyer, and but all Lesnar can do with him, Cody, is suplex him 13, 14 times, and I don't want to see that. Well, one thing about Joe, though, that has me upset because I am such a big Samoa Joe fan, and I think, to your point... Um, also, I would add Braun Strowman as another guy that can okay, stand yeah, face-to-face. But obviously, he's injured right now. Mm-hmm. He's not around for uh, maybe SummerSlam. He can return. But one more thing about Joe is, I, well, not even about Joe, the winner of this match, I believed always was going to be just the guy that's fed to Brock Lesnar. So I don't know why they picked Joe, who's a guy that can stand right. toe-to-toe. That's a big-money match. I don't understand why you wouldn't have taken a guy like uh, you got to obviously protect Roman. That's Vince's boy. He's oh, gonna exactly. Roman WrestleMania. 34. Roman will be at we'll WrestleMania. I the think... place where Lesnar ended the streak. <laughs> now Reigns knocks Lesnar out, and Lesnar's contract is up, so he'll be done. I mean, good lord. Okay, I'm done with. I'm done with this. But you're done with Reigns. I'm done with. I've done. I've been. I've been done with Reigns for a long, now, long I will, time. I will say he is getting. He is improving. Structurally, he's improving. See, but if they do the shield again, everybody's going to like Reigns all of a sudden. Eh. So you yeah. need two other guys that are two of the top faces in the company to like a guy. Oh, well, shocker. I think everyone would like... You could run Ellsworth out with those guys and they oh, would that's it. a that I mean, is a goodness. faction right there. Ellsworth, Heath Slater, Roman Reigns, 3MB, <laughs> 2.0. But when you, Book it. When you... Cody, you had a great point. I Bring think the core it, back. I like the. It does. Like it does core. make you think that. How many factions have Heath Slater? Let, we're talking about that in a little bit, but. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Hey, he's got to feed his kids, man. He wants a double wide. But oh, when, yeah, yeah. when you have the opportunity uh, to, like you said, I think this guy is going to kind of get fed to him. That's why I would have been okay if if Finn gets the win last night. You continue to push the fact that Finn is. Um emerging not emerging but he's here the first universal he's the first champ. universal champion it gives a little bit more legitimacy to that and shows you that he was out for a reason um but joe has this aura about him when he comes out that he is kind of an ass kicker and that's what they've built or obviously you don't really have to build that with brock lesnar the way he looks and what he's done, you know, in UFC and co- collegiate amateur wrestling, there has to be somebody that can look Lesnar in the face and showcase an actual physicality to him. I think Reigns would have had, or Reigns will have a great match with him, whatever, at Mania. It'll probably be the fourth best match of the night. And you have Rollins, who can, can put on a match with anybody, but we kind of saw that already. And I would be very, very interested to see how this match goes. I think it ends with a no DQ, or with a DQ and no uh, no contest. And they maybe push this to SummerSlam, because it could be a very, very good match if you give it time to build the story. Who else would Lesnar face at Slumber- SummerSlam if not? Uh, Braun Strowman, if he's back. If he's back. I don't think he's going to. Would That's they one do thing. him against Reigns again, or are they going to save that till Mania? You Les- do, you Lesnar Lesnar Reigns? No, I think they're going to do that at Mania. I think I we'll think throw, you're we'll, deep reigns out of the title picture for a year. Well, no, somebody's going to come in and screw with them, and then he'll he'll bury another superstar like he did with with Bray Wyatt two years oh, ago. And everybody's had, buried Bray. Everyone's buried Bray, but for some reason they continually want to make this that Reigns is 
got to strive for the title and we put all these obstacles in front of him when really we all know that he's going to get every opportunity to be the universal champion. I think, and I'm going to be so mad at this, Bart, you might get another phone call. I'm calling it already that Reigns is going to win the Rumble again. And he's going to become, and it's going to be, it's going to be Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold as guys that have won two Rumbles. John Cena's run two Rumbles. Triple H has won two Rumbles. They're trying to push Reigns to this, and I don't, I love that this already got on a topic of let's bash Roman Reigns, but they're trying to make it a larger, well, that, that's they're trying wrestling. to make it John Cena already. Yeah, yeah and, when and, we are at the toy drive and talk to Tommy Dreamer last year. <laughs> I mean, Tommy Dreamer came out to our toy drive, gives us the time. He's got an event he's promoting. Within five minutes, it's, why is Roman Reigns suck? <laughs> it was. And he's got to defend him because he was his buddy. Well, and it's true. Oh, my God. All these, yeah, all, that's all true, though. workers do defend him. No, like, Roman Reigns, it, it, his fan base is children and moms. That's really his fan base. Children and their their mothers, and then like the well, the, the hardcore yeah, the hardcore wrestling fans that you know are into the the workers that can pull off those heel personas. Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. you know, obviously AJ Styles came over and Roman beat him. Everybody w- went nuts. You know, um, another guy, Seth Rollins, another guy that people want to see that do great work in the ring and also can cut great promos. That's one thing that has faulted Reigns is his inability to talk. I mean, it's I don't know if I, I don't want to remind you guys about the the Big Show giant Jack and a Beanstalk speech he gave a couple of years ago. Oh, it was just brutal. But when you, Cody, you bring up a great point there, and you brought it up earlier. Vince loves merchandise. Who's buying merchandise? Roman moms, Reigns sells moms, merchandise moms for their children. He does. Roman Reigns is selling. People are buying Roman Reigns Somehow, stuff for their kids. But that's, that's, that's the why. He, that's why he's the guy. Because we're the wrestling. Because we're the wrestling fans. Like he pointed I, to. I, but 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 I, how about, how about, <laughs> who, who wants a shirt that says I got speared like by I've Roman Reigns? No one. Kids wearing Cena stuff. I don't see any kids wearing Roman Reigns stuff. Oh, they do. They do. Damn. You didn't see anybody at Payback with one. I saw a lot. No. It was frustrating. I saw a guy dressed as Enzo. Oh. I had my "How you doing?" sweatshirt on. <laughs> yeah. By the way, can we touch this really quick? Does anyone care about Enzo and Big Cass right oh, now? Oh, no, okay. I want them oh, to turn my. on each other though and fight. <laughs> well, no, that's what I—that's what I was just going to say. Yeah. I think they're bu- don't. I think they're booking this as Cass is who's beating him up backstage. Oh, of course. Yeah, it yeah. should be. That'd be the best. I don't know if you remember, but Corey Graves said, "I would love to shake the hand of the man that beat up Enzo." And next week, Big Cass shook his hand. Interesting. There you go. Right there. Oh. Boom. See, but okay, but if you remember going... when Enzo got kicked in the face by Sheamus and people cheered Sheamus. Well, why are you going to waste Enzo? I think he's he's got a personality that people are always excited when he's yeah, out. Yeah, but you get a finite amount stage. of time yeah. in the WWE. Yeah. If, if you ever start to push someone down their throat, Roman Reigns, it's over. Well, they they have not done a very good job of pushing Enzo and Cass down our throats because they haven't even put the title on them and they've had like four opportunities where they stole that match. They were the best performers in the match and then they don't factor in the decision. Uh, any other thoughts on Extreme Rules? Uh, it wasn't very extreme. Yeah, it really wasn't very extreme to to be to be honest. I was It was pretty lackluster. I think you saw the steel steps get used by Bray and Joe. You saw one table get busted. You saw the barricade get busted. Um... That's something that should happen on Raw. 
We Should we even do... mention the kickoff show match between Apollo and Kalisto or just move right by that? I mean, you can do your own podcast. <laughs> so we talk else. about Kalisto. We don't <laughs> yeah, need that. I ain't talking Kalisto <laughs> and Apollo Crews. Uh, I do want to ask you guys about SmackDown before we talk about Money in the Bank. We'll we'll do one after that, too. Uh, do we like Jinder as champ? Jinder Mahal? I like the idea that you're giving an opportunity to somebody that kind of was buried. Um I I just don't think it makes any sense that you have this guy get speared on the kickoff show by Gronkowski, mm-hmm. and now a month and a half later he's champion. Uh, we have to figure out what they're doing with these these two yahoos that he's with. Um, but I I didn't like Rollins with J and J security first, so I give it some time. I guess is how I'm how I'm doing it. Uh, I I liked Orton, but. That that's what he's a 13-time champion for is to put guys over. Cody? Yeah, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Jinder Mahal, and I think a lot of the – there's been speculation, and, you know, to be fair, it, I think it should be speculated because the WWE Network just went live in India. Oh, yeah, I mean – So, obviously, sure. that's that's right. why Jinder Mahal, but you look at Jinder's look from now, from five years ago when he first came in, He's he has worked – his ass off to yeah, get to this has. point, he's and he's not—he's not a bad worker. He's not bad in the, in the ring. ring. I don't mind Jinder Mahal just on the fact it's someone new, because every time wrestling fans are like, "Oh, let's get someone new in there. Why aren't you pushing these younger guys?" And then as soon as Jinder Mahal was champion, no, not that guy. Yeah, no. We want—we want a different guy. It's like, it's like just just enjoy it, man. Like, and I don't want to see Randy Orton again. I, Randy Orton's one of my favorite of all time, but you mentioned 13-time world champion. We've seen enough Randy Orton, I think. Mm-hmm. Get some new guys in there. So Jinder Mahal, I think I like, but let's see who they have him go after next. Uh, the reason why I'm happy about it is there's been rumors that it could be Rusev that would have the opportunity to take it from him, and any opportunity we have to get Lana on TV, I'm Yeah, they it. were partners for a while too, weren't they? Rusev and Jinder? Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, they okay, were. there you go, Bart. They uh, See, they, they had that um they had that impromptu match at Fastlands last time we saw Rusev. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. When he got Rusev buried by out. Big Show. And he yeah. cut the promo. He's not coming to wrestle at SmackDown unless they give him a title shot. Bill Schmidt, Cody Grant, Bart Winkler. Guys, we will talk again after the next pay-per-view. You can check us out, 1057fmthefan.com. Uh, we'll need a name. We'll, we'll come up with a name before the next time we do uh, Quick, Quick prediction. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, going to be Mr. Money in the Bank. Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. I uh, got Baron Corbin. Oh, I because hate Baron Corbin. Shinsuke not a fan of him either. To... I'm not telling you who I want to see. I'm telling you, I, we're doing predictions. I just don't even like hearing his name, We're doing though. predictions, all right? Yeah, oh, predictions. Baron predictions. Corbin's the worst. His music know. sucks, and then he comes out there, and he's like, Hey, no, my turn. Oh, God. He's, he's worse than Roman Reigns. Okay, well, they're not going to let Kevin Owens have the title again for some reason. Yeah. Well, whatever. Face of America is a Canadian. What? Love it. I do love it, though. Guys, thanks a lot. We will talk again soon. Later.